21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. For me, love is like divine, universe. You know, love is, is uh, it's pretty big. And I think it sits right in, well, for me, it sits right in my heart. I know that sounds kind of contrary, but like, it sits right there and I feel it. You know, I feel when I'm feeling love or when I'm not feeling love, but um, but I, once you start loving yourself, which could happen in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, I've been working with people my whole life. I've been able to see when that moment has changed for them. A lot of it comes when I see it, it's because they're no longer telling me like, I hate my hair. And, you know, I hate to say this is sad, but, you know, I do my clients' daughters, right? And then to have a daughter in my chair with the mom saying, well, she's got pretty crappy hair. Um, blah, blah, blah. You know, it just breaks my heart because that's what now that young girl is going to adopt, right? But that same mom someday in my life when I'm doing her hair where I see the switch and now I know she loves herself because she's not saying that story anymore. So I think that once you start loving yourself, I mean, love just shows up in so many ways and your life becomes so full and everything comes back to you as love, right? So I I don't know if that's really the answer because there's a lot of love. There's a lot of people to love out there, right? Because I love my mom and I, or she's passed, but I love my parents, I love my siblings, I love my kids, I love my husband. Um, and they're all very different loves. Um, but I guess it's all unconditional and it can't happen until you unconditionally love yourself. You have pretty great hair. Hmm, let me think. You look really good, Martin. You, you're stumping me. <laughs> I had to think. Um... <laughs> um, uh, but I always do get that question. What would you do with my hair if you could do anything? Um, I think that it looks like to me you have some great hair, so I would probably put embellish in it pretty quick. That's my styling product. And just get it a little messy on the messy side because you look like you have this kind of fun-loving personality. So I would be pretty quick to want to like just kind of funky up a little bit. But I love the beard, I will say, or the goatee. We want to call it the goatee. Love that. I built Callista literally one brick at a time. Um, I started as a hairstylist. I um, ended up opening my own salon that now currently services a thousand clients a week. And that was 30 years, a little over 30 years ago. And 10 years ago, uh, we started developing hair products and tools to help, you know, people feel beauty brave, not just when they leave the salon, but all the time. And I just had this, um, you know, incubator of clients all the time telling what, me what they needed. And I didn't always have the solutions for them. And that's really where the product line gave birth, just from listening to their needs. And, and I do feel like I've been on this lifetime mission of making others feel brave about their beauty. And it started very young. I was cutting hair at 10. It was mostly just all my dolls. Whoa, <laughs> So I was doing every single doll that I owned would always have a Maria haircut. But um, what was funny is when I was 12, my best friend who was like going through kind of a tough 
partner life her her parents were getting divorced and she wasn't going to go to this boy girl party that was the first one and I'm like what are you talking about like she didn't feel good and I'm like let's perm and cut your hair I think if I do that you're going to feel really good and I never did it before it was we were both 12 years old I don't know what I was thinking we walked up to the little corner store and I bought everything I needed and we went back to the third floor bathroom to hide from her mom and like I permed and cut her hair and I'm telling you we went to that party which was like up the street so we walked up the street and she was the belle of the ball everybody was like all over Mary she's floating around and it was that moment that I knew I was going to do this the rest of my life because I had already been doing it but I just was like oh my god like I and and the thing that I think is interesting is that you can um you know, I saw the bravery that brought to her because of the confidence and everything. But in return, it was really me taking that courage, that step of, you know, being brave to do it. Because believe me, I didn't know what I was doing, obviously, but I did it. And I do think that, you know, I literally, Martin, I'm launching a one book is launching this month, actually, and it's called Becoming Beauty Brave. And so I've been, you know, my story is all about becoming beauty brave, but I also think it's about being business brave. And I think all those little, um, you know, it's really about starting to become very comfortable with being uncomfortable. Cause that's really the bottom line. When I, when a lot of things I don't want to do and I just tell myself, do it. Even like I was telling you with my kids, sometimes my children, like I want to ask the question, but I don't want them to think I'm like crying or like, and then I'm like, wait, wait, just ask the question. It's the right, you need to know. Like, so it might feel awkward. It all depends on the subject matter. But I think that over the last 30 years in this business, being uncomfortable is, is what I've really learned. Like to get comfortable with that has been big for me. So anyway, that's kind of my little story in the business. There's a lot in there. I was a competitive stylist. I went into business with my, my, you know, my partner, who's my partner, like, um, but all these different things kind of led up to me learning how to create products. And what happened is clients were starting to say like, Hey, you know, like I really need, like when you do my hair, it looks like this and that and I go home, it doesn't happen, you know, like, and that's when I started working with people I knew in the business and creating what I wanted. And now we have this business that's, you know, we're one of the top hair care brands on QVC, which is awesome. And um, we've kind of segued into our own digital platform as well. And um, I will have to attribute it all to, um, but I don't feel like it's job. I love what I do. You know, I have a lot of passion around it. Any tipping points in your life, any stories you want to share? getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is about getting better at being brave too. And um, I mean, from as little as a story of like the first customer in my chair that complained to my boss, told them I should get fired. I'm the worst stylist she's ever sat, you know. Um, And instead of just quitting, which is really what I wanted to do, um, you know, just kind of and I thought she was wrong too, of course, because she asked for what I did. <laughs> but instead of like just laying into that and saying, well, she's wrong or any of this stuff, I just took a step back and thought through, okay, what is, it's, it's not the way she's saying, it's what she's saying. Let's hear it. Let's, let, can it help me improve? Which of course it did. Cause I learned with her that sometimes people don't say what 
they mean. <laughs> and what she was asking for is not what she wanted. How would I have known that at a young age, you know, like, so learning how to pull those things out and then going into like, even with the salon, like, you know, there were a lot of times where my employees didn't like the things I was doing. And that was really hard. I mean, I found it, I was a young entrepreneur. So I was 23 years old. A lot of my employees were older than me. And, you know, I found it really hard um, when they kind of were approaching it, like, you don't know anything. And then I would second guess, like, I guess I don't know anything, but you know what I did. I took, I took the courage to do it. They can, if they wanted to, they didn't. Right. Like, and I remember a couple of employees, there were times where my partner was older than I was. And I remember going to him and saying, listen, I'll work for you, but I'm not doing this anymore. Like I can't, these people, it's just crazy. Like I'm going home crying at night because I can't believe how they treat their employer. And, um, and then I remembered the next morning, luckily I must've had a good dream because when I woke up and was driving to work, I thought, really, you're going to let that lady decide what the rest of your career is going to be. You're going to quit and go back to being just a hairstylist because somebody's telling you she didn't like what you told her. And so, I mean, luckily I plugged through 30 years later, same company, but at QVC, there's so many times where you, you know, you'll go on air and you do this great job and everybody's applauding you. And literally a week later, you could do the same exact job and there's no sales. Like it's like crickets out there. And you, I would walk out to the parking lot, like, what am I doing? I need to quit. I, for some reason, my fight or flight is let's quit this. And so, and then I got to talk myself off the ledge. And just recently, we just had a great launch. We're having a great year over there. Business has been booming. And I started thinking about the amount of times I walked out of there wanting to quit and how I just, again, got comfortable with being uncomfortable. I didn't like not being the star of the show, or I didn't like not, you know, there's a goal to hit and I wasn't hitting it. So, you know, you feel less than, and believe me with social media, people are saying the not nice stuff constantly, uh, you know, about my work or how I might look on air or whatever. I mean, luckily there's more people saying good things, but I teach this to my style all the time because somebody will complain about their work, just like me 30 years ago. And they want to quit. And I'm like, wow, that's funny. Cause you did like, I think 75 people in the last couple of weeks and one person complained and now you want to quit. And so I really, I've learned that the uncomfortable is no big deal. It goes away just like the tide comes in and out. It's gone as quick as it comes. Did you learn any any techniques, specific techniques, uh, like anti-stress techniques, like anything, way of thinking or, or breathing or? Yeah, so, so I would say that I've been a yogi now for 15 years and I've been on air for just about that amount of time. Well, no, I probably 10 years. So I was good into my practice five years. And there were times that I remember one time very clearly, like I got up, was waiting my, like I was on the set waiting because I was next and it was Joan Rivers that was on before me. And she was brilliant, obviously at it and funny at the same time, selling so well and all this stuff. And I just felt like, oh crap, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not, I haven't even been on television that much at that point or whatever. Like, I'm like, what do I think? You know, like, um, but luckily because of yoga, I just breathed for a minute. Like I just knew to stop, breathe in, hold it, breathe out, you know, make that space in my nervous system to calm down. 
and I went on air and I, I knew that day. I'm like, wow, yoga is really good. Like, this is a good thing for me at least. And then like now I'm even, I went into a, you know, I have a meditation practice and I'm even working with a meditation coach right now. Um, and I think the meditation, you know, like that gives me space between when I react, you know what I mean? Like gives me a minute before, like when, what happens and what I, how I react. So yeah, meditation's really, really big. And another thing I want to say that has always helped me because I was a young entrepreneur, right? 23 years old. I've had an executive coach probably since I've been about 25. I've had a couple for different reasons or whatever, if somebody moves away, but working with a coach is really, I work with a coach now still. Um, I remember younger thinking like, yeah, like I don't have a boss. <laughs> like who's my coach? Like who sits me down and tells me, you know, helps me mentor me, you know, if I'm the boss, like who's doing that. And luckily a client turned me on to a, you know, an executive coach and turned my business around. And now the coach that I work with, I like turns my life around constantly, keeps me centered and probably helps me with being uncomfortable, like comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay, Maria, and what, what about your organization, your organizational structure and, and your, your growth over the years? Our company, you know, like I had said in the beginning, kind of I built it brick by brick. It's a very organic company. I, I didn't, you know, we're not even um, in a major metropolitan area. Um, we, uh, you know, I don't have any strong ties to somebody in the industry that's like, you know, um, where I could just knock on the door and say, will you take my product in? Like um, everything's, you know, I, I just want to say it's been earned. Um, and not that I think all entrepreneurs earn it, but I think there's a little bit of a false, pretense sometimes that, you know, you're going to be this overnight sensation. And, and you know what you can be, that does happen. We know, we know people it happens to, but what's worse is when an entrepreneur, cause it's not happening then stops. Right. Because they think like, I've been doing this for five years. What the heck? Like, you know, as far as the product line goes, it's been well, 13 years. I mean, it's kind of like 10 years, but like the three years prior making the product launching it, and I think we're just hitting our stride. Like I call us a startup right now. And I'm hoping to see some really great things in the next five years, but it's this first 13 that we scratched and pulled our own way through to let this hopefully next five make a difference. And to be honest, you know, we've always had this nice steady growth and both all of my businesses have this steady growth. So that's good, right? Like you know, we, you know, you don't always have to, you know, all of a sudden triple, double, quadruple, you know, like steady growth is better than not growing. Um, and believe me, there's been years where we've backtracked and then I look at it like, okay, are we going backwards to go forwards or did we just go backwards? Um, so I definitely, um, I think that the slower growth has probably been like, I think it's been beneficial. I think it's makes us um, a stronger stake in the ground. Cause when I even look at my salon and spa, that's 30 years, like it's hard to shake that place. I could have 10 employees walk out on me tomorrow and it'll still be there and it'll still be successful. And the clients are still going to come. There's going to go different people, you know, like, but it's something that I built 
you know, they know, they know. And I think that's what we're building with the product brand right now. Like people are trusting us. So when I launch a new tool, we have great success now because they've seen like, this isn't a fly by night. Like she puts what she, she puts great stuff. She's the, the, it's going to be good for my hair. It's going to be easier for me to do. It's going to be faster. She does that every single time she brings something. So I'm going to, I want, I, I need something like that. And I can trust that one's going to be the best one because she's doing it. Who's on the front line? Are you still on the front line? Up until this point, I've been the face of the brand. Um, I was the face of the salon and spa, you know, like, and I was training all the staff so they knew that my work was going to show and everybody. Um, but right now, I'm the face of the product brand, and every single product and tool that goes out, I've developed. <laughs> I've been a part, you know. And what's nice is as we build the brand, there's some people coming to me now, manufacturers that I don't work with, that says, "Hey, I noticed that, you know." your brand and we just have this tool that I think would be really great in your brand. Right. So then I'll look at it and I'll test it. And maybe I'll say, you know, it would be great if this was different about it. Can you do that for me? You know, because my clients I know need this or whatever. So I'm still very much, you know, very, very, very much involved. And um, I love what I do. So I don't really, I never feel like overwhelmed or I'm not doing it. I also think that, Um, I always tell my children and I would watch my kids and when they were doing something where they didn't even know what time it was, you know, like, I'm like, did you realize you just spent two hours doing that? Like, to me, that's what you should do for a living. Because if you lose like track of time and, you know, that would be, I mean, if I was an accountant, I would be like every minute, like, am I done work? Am I done work? Am I done work? Because like, that's not my thing that like, I love numbers, but if I had to do that every day, you know. Um, so the good news is I'm still the face of the brand, but I still love what I do. So I'll probably be the face of the brand until I feel that it's time to move out of that position. Um, and as we grow and bring more people on that can do what I can do. Building a big clientele pretty quickly. It was fun to go into a salon and spa than that could offer the way I did clients hairs to like more people. And then with the prac line, like that was so natural because it was like, okay, now we can, we can get these tips and tricks out to everybody. And so we do do a lot of online, you know, our website's all about education. My whole career has been all about education for myself, for my staff, now for my clients, right? So we're always, there's always how to's tips and tricks. I'm always on social media doing lives just to give you a trick on what to do with your hair, your aging hair, your curly hair, your, you know, cause I've, I do all clients, all, you know, that it's, it's equal diversity for everyone, all hair types. So, and I think for the future, like, you know, I, when I wrote the book, Becoming Beauty Brave, it was a little bit of a bucket list thing. Cause I always said I would write a book and I, again, was very uncomfortable After I signed up to do it, I was like, wait, what was I thinking? Because I actually wrote the book. I didn't have a ghostwriter. Like I wrote the book. So no ghostwriting. Huh? No ghostwriting. No ghostwriting. No, I just wrote the book. So, and it was kind of like, there was points where I was like, again, like, wait, what am I doing? I wanted to quit. <laughs> But 
I trudged through and I, I even things that I didn't think I wanted to write about, I wrote about, you know, with the intention to help others become beauty brave, you know? And so um, I, I, what I like about the book a lot, it shares a lot and it shares a lot of my stories and it's very motivating. And it's also gives people a chance to bring out their beauty brave and shows them how, but I think I would love to, um, be able to offer online courses or even like sometimes Facebook live people will chime in. Like there's some of their questions are easy for me to answer. I've been doing this my whole life. Like, so I do want to try to figure out ways where I can work with more people than the people I do just behind my chair or whatever the case, like reach more people. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to create some courses out of it. are listening. And I think sometimes uh, you may have a dream, you know, but maybe some people are telling you it's a pipe dream. Um, I happened to enroll myself when I was 14 in beauty school. Cause remember at that point I've been doing hair four years and I was just like, this is what I'm doing. Well, I was one of the academically, I was top in my class. And so I I signed up, but then all of a sudden the backlash from the teachers and you can't do this. They actually told my parents that um, she's throwing her life away. I mean, you're literally allowing her to, to throw her future away if, you know, she's not going to go to college. And um, luckily my, my parents stuck up for me and let me do it. Um, that's why I had a salon when I was 23, because I was already licensed before I got out of high school. I'm just going to say that like some people may t be telling you it's a pipe dream, but if you believe in yourself and just get a little bit of bravery, you don't have to have, you know, you know, I was scared of a lot of things, believe me, just a little bit. Um, you can, you're going to do it. You're definitely going to do it. And I think we're all entrepreneurs. They say that we're all creative and some people don't believe they're creative, but we are born out of creation. So we all are creative. Believe it or not, we're all entrepreneurs. It's in there. We sell ourselves every day. You sell yourself to the man that you want to meet or the woman that you want to meet or whatever. Like you're, you're, you sell people on stuff constantly. Um, so I say, go for it. One thing I say all the time is like, all you got to do is shoot for the moon because even if you don't hit the moon and you fall into the stars, you're going to be doing great. So um, that's one thing I, I say, go for it. They're really not pipe dreams, they're your dreams and you can make them happen. I've watched when I, it doesn't matter if it's a man, a woman, it doesn't matter who's in my chair, but when when I elevate the way they look, obviously it's the way they feel and they, it changes their life. Like it literally, I love Coco Chanel's quote is you cut a woman's hair, you'll change your life. And like, I've done things to people that have made them get their dream job, get their dream spouse, get their, you know. go for something in their life they didn't think they'd go for.
or even give them that little bit more confidence to do it, right? Like they're they already decided they're going to they're they're going to go for that interview. They come to see me and make sure they feel their best and um and for too long I've had women sit in my chair more than men say when I ask them, "Oh, like so, you know, what are we going to do?" like blah 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 and they will be pointing out all these bad things like you know, I have horrible hair, my nose is too big and I'm aging now, my skin. And they'll go on for five minutes before I can even get to like, they're beautiful. They're like, you're so beautiful, you know, like, and that's kind of what Beauty Brave's about is just like, yeah, we could stare at that stuff all day long, but don't <laughs> um, because it doesn't really, it's when you feel good about yourself is really what makes a difference. And I feel like I've made a living at doing that. Um, so I always challenge everybody to be brave be braver about your beauty than you are now doesn't matter even if you're very brave right now be even braver because it's going to change your life in a way that you never imagined how great your life could be our thoughts aren't real right so we're just judging ourselves on you know, if we don't think that we're beautiful or it's because we've decided something else is beautiful <laughs> that we're not, and it's not true, right? Because a hundred people could say brown eyes are gorgeous and a hundred people could say blue eyes are gorgeous, right? Like it's not true. What's true, it's your thought is not true is what you believe is true, right? So if you believe you look amazing, for your age or whatever. I mean, now I'm getting, you know, I've been doing this a long time. So I'm dealing with a lot of clients that are, you know, getting 50 plus and the things that they're telling themselves, you know, which is crazy, like just pure craziness. Like, cause sometimes I say, well, wait, listen, I mean, do you think you're trying to look 25? I mean, that's false, right? Cause you're not going to look 25 and 55, but why would you, you're 55. It's fine. Just like you, you know, you look great for your age. That's, that's all. And, and most Europeans, I think, you know, in my experience, my friends, and when I travel, like Europeans want to look great for their age. Americans want to look younger. So Americans are paying money to turn the time back. You know, like I don't, it, as long as, you know, I feel great. I feel in great shape. I feel like I can do everything I've always been able to do. You know, like that's all that really matters. And that's what exudes out. So it's those thoughts that are in her head. Like if I, if my thought in my head is, you know, I look old, I look overweight, I look, that's what everybody's going to see. Cause that's the thought that's not even true in my head. If I, if instead I feel like I look great for my age, I take really, you know, I'm taking good care of myself. Like that's what exudes. That's what people say. So um, I think that confidence is, changes our lives in so many ways. And it only comes from within inside. And for myself, I have to, I do have to regularly, I learned this from Louise Hay a long time ago, look in the mirror and tell myself that I'm beautiful and look at all the good things that I see and how I feel so fortunate that I have healthy legs and I'm walking and, you know, like, so I do in meditation practices regularly take that time to say all the good things because the Lord knows your mind is saying all the bad things <laughs> all the time. Right. So combating that with, no, I'm, I feel great. I'm so glad. Um, I always kid around about like, 
the one thing I kid the most is because, you know, I'm, I'm not even five foot. Right. <laughs> so I can, if I want, just walk around and say I'm the best NBA or and for women, like best basketball player there is. The chances are odd. I'm pretty sure, you know, but like I've seen people do it and they do it like they 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 overcome such big hurdles because they just believe it. So all you have to do is be brave enough to believe it. Even like you, Martin, asking like, so how's my hair look? I would just say, if you get a chance, you have to come to CalistaTools.com because we really do work hard at making products and tools that make it fun, easy, uh, fast to do your hair. And um, you won't be disappointed because you, there's so many great videos and tips and tricks and um, it does change and it will. It'll completely change your outlook on yourself. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik.